0: We see in Isaiah 2, now, it, let, me, let me just read this again. It says, his words were, of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was inside his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Now, when we go to the book of Isaiah, we see Isaiah and chapter 2. It says, the word of Isaiah the son of Amos concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall flow to it now, so it says in the last days, it says that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain. What is talking about different mountains, but the highest mountain will be the mountain of the Lord's house, it will be the most powerful and influential center. And it will be exalted above all hills. Now, I want to tell us the reason why this will be so. And all nations shall flow unto it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob. Why? Because we see things happening there as they came to Jesus and they said, Rabbi, Nicodemus, No man can do these miracles that you do, these works, except God is with him. So they will come to, all right, let us go to the mountain of the Lord's house, uh, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us, which means we are ignorant of certain things. Whatever made this mountain the topmost mountain, we want to find out. And we will walk in the paths after he has taught us. For out of Zion shall proceed a law. So a law is going to come out when they come to there to receive the teachings about the ways of God. And the word of God from Jerusalem. And he shall judge, he says this, among the nations and rebuke the people. So when they come upright unto him, he's going to come with a strong rebuke. Rebuke there means he's going to correct them on something. He's going to rebuke them about something. And what is it? And they shall beat their swords into plowshares. In other words, after they heard that rebuke, all of the swords, what were these swords here? If we look at it in Psalm, go back to Psalm 55. He says, he had put forth his hands against such that be at peace with him. He had broken the covenant. He says, his words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. Words were softer than oil. Yea, they were drawn swords. So when they came, the Lord rebuked them and said, let me tell you what my people know that you don't know. Let me tell you the conversation in Zion that you don't know. Remember, this is the mountain called Zion. That he says, we have come to Mount Zion into the city of the living God. To an immortal company of angels, to the spirits of just men made perfect. To the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. See That you refuse not him that speaketh. On that mountain called Zion, the blood is speaking from the mercy seat. See that you don't refuse that nudging. For if he says, if they escaped not in the past, those who refused him that spoke from the earth, how shall you escape if you refuse him that speaketh from heaven? This is the voice of the blood. It says better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel cried for vengeance. The blood of Jesus is speaking peace. It's talking about the middle wall of partition that was broken between us. You know, you know we have been lopsided in teaching the redemptive work of the blood of Jesus. And this is why people treat people wrongly. This is why people who might be experts in the message of of grace and justification might be badly behaved in the way they treat people. Now, the reason is this. We have talked about the fact that through the blood of Jesus Christ, we now are reconciled unto God and we have peace with him. But we forget the second part of that work. That not only did he reconcile us us to him, he reconciled us to ourselves. He broke the middle wall of partition between us and so establishing peace. It says keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. I'm not saying, he's not saying it's together physically. He's not saying you even take, you know, you're hugging yourselves and holding. He says it's called the bond of peace in other words in who, people in whose spirit there is no guile that is you 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 are reconciled the middle wall of partition has been broken he has made so so you might think well i have peace with god but at the same time that's why when jesus was born glory to god in the highest and unto all men Peace, good will unto all men. Peace, that's good will, not ill will unto people. So the secret, we find it here. It says, And many people shall go and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us of his ways, and we shall walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of God from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the people and rebuke the people, and they shall beat, which means change. As he's rebuking them, they say it. The swords they had into plowshares and their spears into pruning pruning forks or hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war no more. That's all. Go back and go and keep the peace between yourselves yes you will offend yourselves yes you will rob yourselves wrongly some will be real some will be imagined some will be actual some will be hearsay but whatever it is he's not even talking about a physical Chat first is talking about resolving it in prayer in your heart. Coming to the place where you can pray for that person. And you are comfortable in the place of prayer. Believing for the progress and the well-being of that person. Free of any hurt or injury where judgment and condemnation has been dropped at the feet of Jesus. And there's a proclamation of the blood. Folks, in this end time, this is going to be the divine distinction. You're going to see two people know the same things. Have the same anointing upon them. Understand faith the same way. Prophesy to the same mountains. God will honor one and the other will be exposed. And what is going to be the governing principle there that lies deep down in the consciousness of people. Forgiveness. The greatest act of love is not to give, but first to forgive. I've told you, you can give all your goods to be poor, or you can hold animosity in your heart. That's why Jesus said, when you come to the altar, he says forgive is what we are asking. Let me just close by showing this here. So we get to these workers of iniquity that people might have thought about. Look at Luke chapter 13. He says they were present at at that season, verse 1, some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Now, so they were talking about people that were offering blood sacrifice. They came to Jesus, Jesus. Jesus these people are terrible. Terrible people, blood sacrifices. Blood blood sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above the Galileans because they suffered such things. I tell you no. That you think they are sinners more than casual dudes coming to report them? He said, No. He said, But except you repent. Repent of something. You shall likewise perish. Or the 18 upon whom the tower of Siloam fell, and slew them. Think ye, they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem. I tell you no. Except you repent. He said you shall likewise perish. Then he said something profound. Very profound. In verse 6. He spake a parable unto them. And said a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought food thereon and found none. Then said he to the dresser of the vineyard, Behold these three years, I come seeking fruit on this tree, fig tree, and found none. Cut it down, why combereth it the ground? Now, remember, remember this, that the story of the fig tree that Jesus cursed, that was where Mark 11, 24, 25 came out of and what jesus was saying was no man shall eat fruit of thee thereafter nobody's going to partake of this this doctrine or this understanding that has a form of godliness but you don't find power that it brings forth leaves but there's no fruit and it's after he cursed it that the disciple came to meet him and said Master, the fig tree that you cursed from the roots is dried up from the roots. And Jesus looked at them and said, have faith, the faith of God. And then he gave three principles. And I believe what he was saying was, you see, this fig tree represents the religious system under the law that has a form of godliness but does not deliver. So we are moving into the next dispensation. No man is going to eat the fruit of this. For I am the end of this for this other one. And men are now going to partake of the fruit from these principles. You will say to this mountain, speak words of hope into your future. And powerful declarations about things that will come. And that sound will go out declaring impossible things. Or what's considered naturally to be impossible. Then you will enter into the place of prayer believing you have received. And that believing you have received, you that means you enter with thanksgiving praise. And then lastly, when you are praying, he said, This is how fruit will come. All these things you've been saying, how is going to happen? You will forgive. So he says, this fig tree, three years. What kept it from being fruitful? Something that was inside. And then they said, they answered and said, he said, look, let's remove this fig tree. It says, let it alone this year. I shall dig about it and dung it, and it shall bear fruit well. If not, then thou can cut it down. Now, so he went on and said, And as he was teaching in synagogue on the Sabbath, behold, there was a woman with a spirit of infirmity bowed for 18 years who was bowed together and could no wise lift herself. And when Jesus saw, said, Woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmity and laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And then you saw what that thing was. People that were in the synagogue. Something else was going on in their heart. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Anger envy. It came out from his heart. And then Jesus went on and said in verse 15, because of time I'll say this, he said, hypocrite. And finally he now went on and said in verse 24, Strive ye to enter in at the straight gate. For many I say unto you will seek to enter in and they shall not. When once the master of the house is risen and hath shut the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock on the door, saying, Lord, open unto us. And they shall answer, I knew thee not. From whence art thou? And then they shall begin to say, we have eaten and drunk in thy presence. In other words, like this Pharisee. Thou taught in a street, And I will tell you, I know you not. Whence you are? Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. We go back. That they saw that woman with the issue of blood bound. And they would rather have that woman there than she standing straight. Yet they greeted that woman every morning. How are you, woman? God is with you. But they preferred her to be bound in bondage than for her to be independent of them and standing straight. The only way, let me close again by saying this you can clear this attitude is by you getting, when you pray, you get people take people up in prayer and make powerful intercession for them also that that thing might be lifted of your life. God, to stop here. I believe the message, the point of this message has been made. I want to pray for every single person now. Let's just bow our heads and say a word of prayer together. Father, I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice if they have been experiencing stagnancy like that fig tree for three years, brought no new fruit out, I break the hold of that particular thing over their lives this moment, and I release them in the name of Jesus Christ. From that iniquity of unforgiveness, if they have been hurt by any person, injured deeply within their hearts, I pray that grace goes right in to strengthen them, that they can open that human clutch the next time they pray and release those people right unto you in the name of Jesus and forgive them and turn them loose. Receive grace this moment for it in the name of Jesus. And I declare that the next 12 com- calendar months, all that you have desired in the last three years, Shall come to pass in the next 12 months, for the hindrance has been removed. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. All right, um, we come to an end. Just one announcement here. If you want to join us, we pray and make declarations, or we really make declarations and worship God this season for 21 days. Prophetic utterances. from the written word of God and we spend time worshiping also and you can do that 6 a.m every morning we start praying from 5 30 a.m and then we start making prophetic utterances 6 a.m every morning and then 10 p.m you join us on mixlr.com forward slash covenant thousands of people come twice a day thank you for watching and have a blessed weekend in God's presence. God bless you.
1: You are welcome back, and I am sure that you've had an amazing time in today's service, and I am sure that God has spoken a word specifically to you for such a time as this, the incorruptible seed of the word of God that is going to germinate in your life 30, 60, and a hundredfold in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for tuning in to today's service. If you'd like to listen to today's message or any of our messages at the Covenant Nation, please go to our website www.insightsforliving.org it's right there on the screen go to the e-library section and Get any message that you would like to listen to that would indeed impact and transform your life. Pastor Kodju teaches live every Sunday morning, 6 45 a.m. Starts on mixlr.com forward slash covenant and goes into Instagram and Facebook at 7 a.m. So you can join to watch a live t- teaching session on Sunday morning. Uh, you can watch YouTube or Facebook church services as well, 8 a.m. and 11am and if you would like to watch a broadcast on television we'll be on channels television at 10am on sunday morning now our children are not left out as well children ages 0 to 5 have their services on our youtube and facebook pages at 10am and children ages 6 and above also have their services at 12 noon the teenagers have a special service on instagram on their handle at tcn jesus tribe tcn stands for the covenant nation tcn at jesus tribe join the teenagers live there at 8 a.m and at 10 a.m so indeed there is something for everyone to have an amazing sunday service i want to thank you once again for tuning into this saturday service broadcast i'm sure that you've been blessed remember Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Have a most amazing new week. God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818-600-0082. God bless you.